Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI. It is the WCC Weekly. Give you a quick recap of the previous week, as well as a look ahead to the week that is to be. Spotlight a couple teams, a couple performances. Um, but another great week if you, if you like good basketball in the WCC. Uh, what was starting to look like SMC, St. Mary's, running away with the league title, uh, doesn't look that way anymore because LMU knocked off St. Mary's at Gersten Pavilion in LA, setting up uh, as long as St. Mary's holds true to what they look like they can do, as well as Gonzaga taking care of business, uh, will be a monumental game to wrap up the regular season, uh, February 25th in Spokane when St. Mary's plays there. But St. Mary's still in the lead, 11-1, Gonzaga 10-2. Then my next tier for this week where I see separation is Santa Clara at 7-5 and, and LMU at 7-6. and six. Santa Clara, three straight wins after being uh, beaten in Spokane by Gonzaga. Um, they've got a tough road to finish in the WCC regular season as three of their last four are on the road. LMU, on the other hand, we talked about that big win against St. Mary's really quickly. Uh, they weren't able to keep that momentum going uh, by going up to Santa Clara and losing to the Broncos. But to me, those are two, uh, those two next level teams right now in the league. Um, and the reason it's important is because um, depending on matchups and who you like and who would you rather play against, whether it's Gonzaga is the one seed, if that becomes true, or St. Mary's is the one seed, you know, uh, do you, do you want to be on one side of the bracket in the conference tournament? Because uh, if you're a one or two, you get a double buy, so it doesn't impact your net too much. Um, but that's uh, that's important to see that Saint Santa Clara and LMU have kind of distanced themselves right now. Now, Pacific at six and six can creep in there, but uh, that's a tall ask right now. Um, you know, they've been shooting the ball really well. They're focused on the offensive end, knocking down a lot of threes. Uh, they can give a lot of teams fits with the way that they're playing right now, but uh, I don't see them cracking into that top four. BYU is a possibility. They're sitting at six and seven. Um, you know, they came to Gonzaga and played the Zags tough, but again, they just couldn't get over, uh, over the top uh, and, and get that win. So um, USD or sorry, Portland at five and eight and USF at five and eight are also kind of in that third tier of teams this year in the way I look at it. Uh, and then the bottom of uh, San Diego at four and nine and Pepperdine at two and nine uh, are the other teams that I think are clearly at the bottom of the league. USD has shown a lot of fight and a lot of resiliency. Marcellus Erlington has played really well throughout the year. Uh, Jace Townsend has had some really nice games, uh, but they, it hasn't translated to wins just, just yet. Uh, Pepperdine is looking much better the last two weeks or so. Uh, they've got two wins, including a game against Pepperdine, uh, but things don't get much easier this week as uh, they host Santa Clara and then Gonzaga is in Malibu as well. So um, good previous week with, with the action. Um, you know, when I think back and look at last week's games, the, the ones that were important outside of Gonzaga, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, this video, you know that uh, you're you're probably a Gonzaga fan and you you know what happened on San Francisco game on Thursday uh, where a lot of guys played well. Hunter Salas played well. Drew Timmy played well. Anton Watson played well. They put up 99 points. Uh, and then the game against BYU where it always seems to be a battle. Um, they got through that one. But the big games in the past week weren't um, 
having to do with Gonzaga. To me, it was LMU beating St. Mary's. Cameron Shelton did a lot of the things that he did uh, in Spokane to kind of knock off St. Mary's. He controlled the game. He was the best player on the floor down the stretch. He made big plays. Uh, and then the other one uh, is that second tier of teams battling it out, Santa Clara and LMU. It was in Santa Clara, uh, and they were able to hold uh, serve on their home court. Brandon Pajimski uh, had 30 points. I believe it's his fourth time this year going for 30 or more. Uh, he had 20 in the loss early in the week for Santa Clara. Uh, excuse me, in their first win of the week, uh, Pajimski had 20. So if I'm going to pick a player of the week, it's easy to go Cam Shelton. Uh, but I would say uh, I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Pajimski of Santa Clara. He had a 20-point game and then a 30-point game. They won both games. Uh, sitting in third in the league right now. Um, looking forward to this week. Um, you know, Gonzaga and St. Mary's, they can't kind of fall on their end of the bargain to make that last finale. Uh, it, it's a unbelievably big game, a game that I think in looking at all of college basketball, I wouldn't be surprised if ESPN game day uh, showed up for that one. If St. Mary's wins their next three, if Gonzaga wins their next three. I think it's that big of a game. Um, but that one is one um, couple weeks down the road. But the games this week that really uh, are interesting to me, and, I, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the results are, would be Santa Clara at BYU. BYU's kind of been really inconsistent this year. They've been in a lot of games uh, at home. They're usually very good, uh, but they lost at home at the buzzer to St. Mary's. They lost in the final eight, nine seconds against Gonzaga when Julian Strother hit a, hit a pull-up three in transition. Um, and if they're going to try to climb up into the third or fourth seed going into the conference tournament, which is still possible, they can't lose at home to Santa Clara. And for Santa Clara, that would really kind of almost solidify them in my eyes as that third seed. Mathematically, it wouldn't be um, uh, solidified yet, but I wouldn't see them falling out of that third spot. Then obviously Gonzaga at LMU uh, is on Thursday as well. That one's a big one because Gonzaga uh, was beaten by LMU. They broke their 75-game home winning streak uh, All of, for all the reasons that we've talked over the last couple of weeks of how good Cam Shelton was in that game, what he did. Uh, you know, Gonzaga players, I'm sure, have been stewing on that one, waiting for the rematch down in L.A. And that'll be a big game on CBS Sports Network, national TV. So, uh, that's a big game. Then the other big game has BYU involved in it again, and that's BYU at St. Mary's. As mentioned, that game went down to the wire. In Provo, I would not be surprised if it went down to the wire uh, in Moraga, and that game will be on ESPN uh, later this week. So all in all, it's been a topsy-turvy WCC season. You know, when it looked like St. Mary's was running away with things after beating Gonzaga, uh, in overtime in Moraga, lo and behold, they slip up and giving give Gonzaga an opportunity to extend their conference title streak. Um, but then you're seeing tremendous individual play for many guys that, that are, are doing everything they can to help their team jockey per, for position uh, leading into the WCC tournament. Guys like, uh, you know, Cam Shelton, I mentioned, Pajemski with Santa Clara, Marcellus Erlington has played well. Um, you know, BYU has had different guys at different times step up, uh, Moses Wood and, and Christian Scholen for, for University of Portland. There's been a lot of really good performances. 
Um, and so it's going to be fun to pick a WCC all-conference team this year. It's not going to be easy. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, this has been the WCC Weekly. I'm your host, Dan Dickow.